Hello there, my friend, and welcome back to another episode of the Lady Boss Lounge. I'm your host, Myron Barnard, and I'm ready to talk all things business, life, family, and everything in between with you. So, girl, what are we waiting for? Let's get started. Welcome back, my friend, to this third episode now in our series of email marketing. Uh, We started off off with how to create your email list and how to set it up. And then last week, we spoke about how to create your lead magnet. So today, we're going to talk a little bit about how to create an email nurture sequence. Now, let's face it, time is our most precious asset. And if there's any way that we can save time, we need to make full use of it. Now, we all started our businesses because we wanted more financial freedom so we can create more time freedom. Now, that means we need to work a little bit smarter and not necessarily harder. Now, one of the best ways to work smarter in your business is to get your business to start running on autopilot. And creating a nurture sequence in your email marketing is one of these steps. Now, a huge part of building your email list is building trust with your subscribers. And this is where your email nurture sequence comes into play. So in today's episode, we are going to look at how to create an email nurture sequence. What is an email nurture sequence? how to automate your email nurture sequence, and how it builds trust with your audience on autopilot. So grab a pen, grab some paper, pour yourself a drink, get comfortable, and let's dive into this. Okay, so last week we looked at creating a free lead magnet to give to your audience in return for the email address as a way to build your email list. But now you need to deliver this lead magnet or freebie to them and to start building trust with them. And that's where your email nurture sequence comes in. Now, a nurture sequence is an automated series of emails that someone receives when they subscribe to your email list. It starts to build trust with your subscriber and nurture them down that marketing funnel. If you're not sure what a marketing funnel is, you need to go back and listen to episode number 18 on what is a marketing funnel, where we discuss that. Now, the first thing you need to have is an email marketing service provider. You need this just to build an email list. I personally use Kajabi because I love the idea of only having one platform hosting my website, email marketing and courses, but it is a bit more pricey. If you are just starting out, MailChimp is a great free service to start with, but some other email providers are Flowdesk, ConvertKit and Aweber, and there's a lot more on the market. Um, Just go and do your own research and decide which is the best one for you. Now, in general, your email marketing service provider is kind of like a database that stores all of your subscribers. It also allows you to send campaigns to them. Most of the options on the market allow you to build automations, but just double check when you're signing up because there are some basic ones that actually don't. 
Right, next we want to decide on the length of your email sequence. Now, your email sequence should be at least two to three emails long at a minimum. But ultimately, it will depend on your reader and how long it takes for you to convey the message that you want to get across to them. You can space them out one day apart if you're doing like a three-day challenge or a few days apart, but just don't have them too far apart as you don't want your subscriber to forget about you. Now, if you're worried about people unsubscribing, don't. Just make sure that each email is full of value for them. If they're still unsubscribing, they are not your ideal customer and they were most probably never going to buy from you anyway. Now, the next step is planning your welcome email. This is probably the most important email in the sequence, as it typically has the highest open rate. So, for example, with a weekly newsletter, you can expect an open rate of, say, 20 to 30%. However, for your welcome email, you can expect an open rate of over 50%, usually more if you're offering a freebie that they can only download from that first email. Now, your welcome email is your big chance to make a great first impression. If they enjoy your welcome email, they'd likely continue to read more emails from you. So you could use this email to introduce yourself and tell them most, you know, them the most important things about you and your business, and then give them a call to action. So for example, maybe you want them to follow you on Instagram, or maybe you want them to read your most popular blog post or subscribe to your podcast. Pick one call to action and tell them what to do. The minute we give people too many options, they start getting confused and then they actually end up not taking action at all. So just make sure that it's one um, call of action that you are giving them. Determining what to include in the rest of your email nurture sequence is about how you can start to get your audience to trust you. You can send them links to your most popular blog post or video content, or maybe you'd add another little freebie like a checklist along the way. Just make sure that each email in your nurture sequence adds value to the reader's life. Our inboxes are way too cluttered these days. So if your emails aren't adding value, then your readers are going to unsubscribe. So treat your subscribers like real people, which means don't spam them. Now, you also don't want to scream to them in all caps and please don't sell them in every single email that you send them. You know, one good tactic is to try asking your subscriber a question rather. For example, what are they struggling with at the moment? This will give you some serious insights into what content um, or products you could create to solve their problems. You'll also learn their language and how they describe these problems. And then you can use this as a guide to when you're writing copy or trying to sell to them because those words will actually resonate with them a lot more. Okay, so now one of the biggest questions that get asked is, should you sell to people in your email nurture sequence? Well, to be honest, this is up to you. If you have a product that is related to the freebie they've downloaded, by all means, include a sales pitch in the last email of your nurture sequence. Or if you offer them a free consultation call, for instance, then tell them about this. Um, same thing, if you are, have got a free webinar that will lead to a sale, put in that last email and tell them about your free webinar or free masterclass that they can attend and give them the link to go to that. 
Now, if you have nothing to sell to them just yet, please don't stress. They are on your email list now and you'll have plenty of opportunities to market to them in the future. Just keep on nurturing the relationship between you and that customer. Okay, and lastly now, you'll need to automate your email nurture sequence and do a test run to make sure that it's all working. How you automate it will depend on which email marketing tool you're using, but most email marketing tools will have detailed instructions on how to do this. Once your email nurture sequence is automated, you'll need to do a full run-through, which means testing everything from opting in on your landing page, Um, on your website to receive that full nurture sequence. You need to make sure that everything is automated and that all the automations are working, my friend. Well, there you have it. Automating your business is super important and this is the first step to doing so. So I hope you will take the time to sit down and plan your emails, your email nurture sequence, um, decide how many you want to send out, and then go and sit down and write them out. Remember, you're only going to do this once. Once you've done it, that is it. Then forever and ever after, unless you every year want to maybe update them a little bit, it is done. You never have to do it again. So get it done, sit down, plan, and execute it. So my friend, if you would like me to do more of these practical episodes, please let me know by sending me a DM on Instagram or message me on Facebook. If you've enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to take a screenshot right now, share it to your Instagram or Facebook stories and tag me because like always, I personally like to thank you for listening. And if you think there's a friend that could really um, make use of this episode and that could really learn something, I would love for you to share it with them. Until next week, go and make an impact because there's someone out there right now waiting for exactly what you have to offer.